0: You are listening to the Magic Drop podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Cornish, actor, author, and creator. Join me on this journey of growth, joy, and love. I'm here to bring you dope content to expand your mindset and uplift your energy. Why? Because it's your epic life. I'd like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners of the lands we meet on today. I'd like to pay my respects to my elders past and present. Also, a quick shout out to Acas for hosting this potty. I'm your host, Isabel Cornish, and today I have a special guest and my good friend, Andy Leslie, on the show. Andy is a creative, visionary, intuitive innovator and entrepreneur. She is the founder, director and formulator of Dope Alchemy. Dope is a genderless hemp and plant-based skincare brand rooted in ritualization for the modern-day human. I'm here with my friend, Andy Leslie. Hey, Andy. Hey, what's up, hun? Got pretty good, actually. Pretty excited for today's episode. It'll be good. We're just going to flow into it. So the topic of today's episode is why you must journal. All right. So let's start off with sharing our own personal stories of when we started journaling and why.
1: So my journey with journaling really started with my love for art and theatre and focusing on developing skills and the foundation of journaling through my artistic process and creativity. So for me, it really started in high school, probably about year nine onwards when I really started to hone in and focus on those crafts. And that, like, laid the foundation down for my personal journey with journaling, with journaling of my inner and outer world, deciphering my reality, my experiences, my events that happened in my life, my emotions, my thoughts. So that really dropped in more when I was around 21, when I was diagnosed with a disease and everything I knew about myself was basically stripped away. It was like an ego death. So having a journal and documenting that process was the start of journaling for me. And now it's, I'm 10 years in 10 years deep in.
0: Yeah, that actual story that you just shared then reminded me of when, you know, I hit rock bottom and my identity was stripped. When I was in pain and I couldn't walk, I couldn't exercise, I couldn't get to my bathroom. I was on my bedroom floor for a month, and if I didn't have my journal through that period of time, I just I just don't know how I would have dealt with the experience. My journal offered me a space to let out all my feelings and also to really think about what I could learn from this downtime and to process that identity crisis and to have that introspection and to be able to decipher everything that was going on in my internal world, decipher it on paper and then, you know, make up my mind about how that made me feel and also how I wanted that to make me feel in the rest of my life and how I wanted to move forward from that experience. So my journaling practice as well started when I was a teenager. It started actually with writing letters to my friends. So I'd write letters to my friends about what I was into, the guys I was dating, the people I was in love with, what I was listening to music-wise. And I started writing letters and my friends and I would write letters back and forth and then I kind of got obsessed with documenting those letters as well and making a journal where I pasted in all the letters and in that journal I'd put the letters in and then I'd also put my personal account of that period in my life and then it was when I started Puberty Blues that the journaling practice moved from creativity into personal growth. So when I was doing Puberty Blues, I was journaling a lot and it started with poetry writing and creative story writing. So when I would have emotions come up, I then started to write a story about it, and a a made-up story. Just a made-up narrative. Made-up narrative. Love that. That would express the feelings that I felt inside myself and that was an easy doorway for me because I wasn't writing about myself.
1: Yeah, and that's also a form of, like, self-therapy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now I've been journaling since about age 13 or 14, and I have lots of different journaling exercises, which I'm super excited to share with you guys. And Andy has such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to journaling as well. Thanks, (laughs) Iz. Why should we journal?
1: The why. So for me personally, it is – a place of solace. It's a place of therapy. It's a space to explore your internal and external world. So making sense of your reality, uh, processing your emotions, acknowledging your emotions, your mental state, your physical state, what is going on, making sense of events and also constructing and reflecting of who you are as a person and how you want to move forward. And then just have, it, have a space of having your visions, having goals, being clear in who you are and your own philosophies and your own values and discovering them as you grow as a human on this planet. Because we are always on this journey of continuous metamorphosis and it's a lot. It's a big journey to embark on. So documenting is fundamental to, to the growth of you and understanding who you are. Yeah, it's all it's all about knowledge and awareness. And journaling can create that space for you. And that's a private space. You don't have to discuss to anyone about your process of journaling. That is a sacred space for you to dive into.
0: Whatever you want.
1: Yeah, it can it can be in any formality. There's no rules to journaling. Yes, you can have structures and formulations and strategies to journal, but ultimately it's a place of creativity.
0: The introspection and the reflection that can come from journaling allows us to learn about ourselves. And then we can be more equipped to make better choices in the future. It's a safe space to let out our emotions, to decipher our worries, our thoughts, and to also get clear to be real with ourselves, to check in with ourselves and to analyze our reactions in life, to analyze if those reactions in life are helping us or if they're not helping us. And it also allows us to reflect in order to grow.
1: And what's cool is I've been inspired by Matthew McConaughey and reading his book, Green Lights, which is a memoir about from all his journalings from here from him being younger which is so cool to be able to have even the ability to go back into past timelines to your past see where you were what you were growing through going through what worked what what wasn't working how you're operating and potentially like how far you've come from that and and creating different versions of yourself you don't have to stick to one version of yourself in this lifetime I think lots of people get stuck in that box and why stay in that box when you can be in a circle of all Everything
0: that all, the, all that is yes it's interesting actually because we can wake up each day and press play on ourselves we press play on Izzy we press play on Andy Sam Tom whoever you are But how often do we stop to question or to become more conscious of the story, of the narrative, of the day that we are living? Because we change, we evolve, we grow. But if we're living in a story that we're telling ourselves we are, we're not opening ourselves up to the limitless of the true potential of human beings. So it's awareness. It's being conscious. So it's stopping to ask questions. And to be intrigued into our daily habits or our thoughts about ourselves or even our beliefs, our conditionings.
1: Yes, yeah, so this is this is where journaling can open up a paradigm of where you can really do that introspection and reflection of your belief systems, which I call programs, what programs you are running in your mind that are potentially sabotaging yourself that stemmed from childhood or childhood trauma or other experiences and events that have instilled a certain belief system or a program that is hindering you from having that growth mm-hmm. and reaching the next paradigm of you and your next
0: potentiality. And I want to break that down and simplify that a little bit further. So let's just picture children for a second. Children hate one type of food one day, the next day they love it. Where us as adults, oh, I don't like that. But how often do we stop to question if we really like that? Because if we're changing, we're growing, we're evolving, we are constantly renewing. So therefore, what we like, what we don't like, our actions, our habits, our beliefs can all change and evolve. So it's all about being conscious, being conscious of that story we play, being conscious of that narrative we tell ourselves we are and beginning to question it, not questioning it with judgment, but with intrigue, with positive intrigue, because in order to grow and change, it has to come from a place of love and awareness. So this is where the journaling comes
1: back in, which I feel Izzy and I both have, similar experiences with journaling for x amount of years and both having uh these views and realizations and i i guess structures in our life yeah. that has enabled us to be in this awareness of being able to be the observer the processor of our both our lives our realities and how we receive and perceive them but then also evaluate them in In you know that bird's eye view and see, okay, so I've got this belief system and that is stopping
0: me to go down this pathway. It comes from a place of love, it comes from a place of I want myself to succeed because I care for myself. That's as well the difference. You know, we can't hate ourselves into change. It has to come from I'm worthy of change, I've got this, I'm backing myself. We have to become a cheerleader for ourselves. And that's also
1: a really cool place to start. Having just like, first of all, maybe a gratitude list and then a cheer list. Never, ever underestimate the power
0: of gratitude. So some things we've mentioned so far about why we should journal is to evaluate ourselves, to let out our feels, to offer ourselves a safe space to grow and evolve And I just want to share a quick story. So during my recovery from an eating disorder, I used journaling as a place to set goals and write a narrative for the person I wanted to become. So thinking about and integrating the feelings of the person I wanted to become by the practice of journaling helped me to move away from where I was or what had happened in my past. So I wrote a personal mission statement. And that personal mission statement was the narrative of who I wanted to be. And then every day, I would remind myself of that mission. I would remind myself of the feelings attached to that mission. Then I broke it down even further. Okay, if that's where I want to go, if that's the feelings that I want to have in the future, what do I need to do today? Okay, I'm going to journal that out. What I need to do today is talk to myself with kindness. What I need to do today is challenge my beliefs, challenge my eating disorder habits. What I need to do today is show up. So I broke it down into those three steps. Then all I had to do that day was think about actioning those three steps, which in the long run would lead me to my personal mission. Would lead me to my goal. I feel what I'm taking from
1: your experience with journaling that there is beauty in darkness and there's beauty in the darkness when you enter that in your journal space and this is also your story reminds me of one of my mantras and I guess philosophies that till death we do art and we are the painter and the artist of our life so every day we do have the opportunity to create ourselves, and that's what I remind myself all the time. How do you want to create yourself? And journaling is the fundamental
0: of that place creation
1: where I can where I
0: can dive into into that and play. Playtime it's all about playtime. You can try so many different journaling exercises. You can write poetry. You can draw pictures. You can write creative stories. You can write about whatever you want. Or you can start to simply use dot points and just dot point out things that come up for you. Some other things I love is a pros and cons list. So if I have to make a decision, I will then write a pros and cons list and I will bullet point the pros and cons for that decision. Seeing it on the paper then helps me to go, ah, okay, I get it. And then once I see it, I get it, I understand it. I then make a decision or a choice on how I wanna move forward. Journaling is a great way to release any emotions that we have, to process those emotions and to just put pen to paper. So you can journal out anything that is relevant for you and then you can tear it out, burn it, throw it in the bin or keep it. So things that happen, I'll write them down in my journal, I'll let out all the feels I'll read it over and I'll contemplate. I'll contemplate what I've learned. I'll contemplate what growth I can take from this situation. And then I'll rewire that into my being.
1: You'll integrate it into I'll
0: integrate it into my being. I'll sit there, I'll let go of what I don't need to hold on to anymore by taking some deep breaths and using visualization. I like to visualize a colour. Maybe it's a blue, a black, a purple, a red. And I like to visualize that color starting in my core and then slowly moving out through my body, expanding to the earth or up to the sky and then expanding out into the world and then expanding out into the world and turning into nothing. And that visualization technique helps me to let go of the experience. Then I'll sit there Tune in, take some deep breaths, and start to embody the feelings of that growth. That's so interesting because I have a similar
1: technique, but it's when I'm triggered. So, when I find I'm triggered by X, Y, or Z, I go to my journal, I formulate questions for myself. They're usually, Why am I triggered by X? What emotions am I experiencing? How can I grow? From this situation, experience and emotion I'm feeling. And then instead of doing the visuals, I'm such a physical person that I physically transmute that through
0: exercise. Awesome. So those are really two things that people can start with. After a journaling practice, you can use a visualization technique or you can use some exercise or some dance to transmute that energy and start to integrate what you've learned, what you've uncovered, or what you want to focus on into your physical body. I
1: also feel like we should debunk what transmutation or transmuting energy is for people who don't know that terminology. So for me, when I say I'm transmuting energy, it's usually – addressing and validating the emotions and feelings and experience I've had and then learning from it and then letting it go. So having some sort of practice. So mine is usually physical because I'm a very physical gal and that's my form of letting it go. But you've done the prior foundation work of having the awareness and Addressing, addressing what you're feeling and addressing your feelings and emotions because they are valid and you need to be processing what, what your human
0: experience is. It's the groundwork. So journaling can offer us a space to do the groundwork, to make it simple, to keep it clear, to get our fucking shit in check, and then we can move. And I also like to say that and then we can move. Another way of explaining this is embodiment. So when we think things in our minds, our energy is all in our heads, especially when we spend time on our computers or on our phones, looking at social media, we're very heady, our energy is up here. When we feel our emotions, or when we've got a lot of thoughts because a difficult emotion state causes a bubbling of thoughts. So our mind starts racing, our energy is in our head, And then even if we get clarity on those thoughts in our head, we can map them out. We can understand them. We need to transmute that energy out of our physical body, or we need to ground it down into our physical body, which is integration. So exercise, movement, dance offers you a practice to embody. So to move the energy from your head, from your mind into your body, if it's in your body, you're grounded, you're more in the seat of yourself, you're more connected to your gut, to your heart, to your sexuality. To to who you are. To who you are. Yeah,
1: to the core of who you are. Okay, let's just have a hot minute to process all of that. So what are some simple journaling exercises that you would recommend someone who's never journaled before or is on the start of their journaling journey?
0: Some simple exercises that I would recommend beginning with is listing three things you're grateful for. I'm grateful for A, B, C, and then the next is to choose a one word intention for your day. So let's just back back this up a little bit, strip it right
1: back. And how would you or what would you suggest for someone
0: who is at the start of their journaling journey? I would recommend starting with listing three things you're grateful for. The other thing I would recommend is starting to create an inventory of the critical voice inside your head and the thoughts that it says to you. If you can begin to write down those thoughts, they begin to get old. And you'll probably notice that the critical voice says the same things over and over again. Then having that understanding or knowing the thoughts of the critical voice can help you to stop to engage with it. So that also comes back
1: full circle with the belief systems and the programs that are running through your head. If I was to give someone some simple recommendations it would be mantras either you can make up your own or you can find some online there's probably trillions of mantras out there and you'll find the ones that resonate
0: and that that means something to you i've got one actually i'll share share you guys so this is a little mantra that i wrote in my journal i'm a warrior woman a warrior woman doesn't judge others she supports them she doesn't speak of equality she is equality a warrior woman does not wait for her dreams. She creates them. She owns her power. A warrior woman is never lost. She has a home within her heart and a family among her brother and sisters. Huh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was real
1: serious and powerful, is.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can make them fun. fun <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking things. like, yeah, yeah, like. like. I'm, I'm kick-ass.
1: A, you can go in a more <laughs> simplified, like. You got this. That's one of my
0: faves. Breathe. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Stay magic. Stay magic is actually one of my Your, That's one of yours. So if someone wants to let go of something or someone needs to let go of something, what exercise would you recommend? Forgiveness. Writing
1: yourself a forgiveness letter, writing others a forgiveness letter. That is a very powerful way to come to terms with whatever's happened and allowing yourself to truly let go. release animosity. Yeah. So as humans, we hold on to a lot of baggage, a lot of energy that's not serving us. And this is a practical and cool way to address it and let it go.
0: Chuck it in the bin. Chuck it in the bin. (laughs) So guys, right now, Let's just take a moment to check in with ourselves, check in with yourself and just see if there's anything you're holding that you don't need to carry anymore.
1: And this leads on to one of my other mantras, which is check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thank you, Ice Cube, for (laughs) embedding that into my psyche. So that is one of my reminders to check in with myself.
0: I think we've covered a lot of ground today. I just want to wrap it up with sharing some different types of journaling so you can do collage journaling you can do pinterest journaling to create some different mood boards you can do voice note journaling or there's different apps that you can use to journal one that i love is called evernote and you can paste photos in there you can scan photos and it will turn them into text and they sync to all of your devices andy do you have any apps that you love to use
1: yeah, one called Day One, where it has an auditory tool which translates into text. Uh, you can add up to like 30 videos or images. And it's got a similar vibe to Instagram. And you can also have a lock on it.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> need the lock. Yeah, got to have that lock. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. We hope you've loved the show. If you have any journaling exercises that you want to share with us, We'd love to hear from you, so make sure to hit us up on social media at The Magic Drop Podcast. See you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you so much for being a part of this journey. If this podcast resonates with you, I would love your support, so please share, subscribe, or leave a five-star review. Don't forget you can find all the detail and links for this episode in the show notes. You can connect with me via Instagram, at Isabel Cornish, or via my website, isabelcornish.life. For more uplifting content, I highly recommend checking out my book, The Why, Healthy Habits for an Epic Life. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay magic.